goodness of our southern trees. All right, uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, first off, thank you to the organizers for giving me the chance to talk to you a little bit about, you know, big data, digital lag, and all that nice stuff. I'm really glad that my talk is right after Chad's because basically what I do is I take the data, which you know their teams are creating, and then analyze it. All right, so I come after. And by the way, I do know what convolutional neural networks are, so if you want to ask me, I will be able to answer that to you. It's very boring, but I do know what it is. Okay, so um, let's see with show of hands. Have you heard about the term digital agricultural? Let's see, anybody? All right, okay. Uh, every time I hear about it, it goes something like this. Uh, it's the future, and it's going to be able to predict everything, and you should invest in it. But uh, academia doesn't know much about it when industry is already on top of it. And finally, it will replace all experts, including the front row of the Ag Center folks here. But let me demystify that. These are the facts, folks. Yes, indeed. It is the future, and of course, industry always jumps on top of things faster. Um, and we should invest in it, but it is not going to replace the experts, and unfortunately, it does not predict everything. All right, now I'll go through and tell you what it can and cannot do, and just try to give you an idea of the boundaries. All right, so what I want to do first is I want to give you like a big buzzword filled. Um, title of what it is, so basically uh, intimidate you to believe that this is important. So digital ag is the use of advanced computer-based algorithms to make decisions based on multi-layer data. Wow, right? Okay. What it really does is it takes in different types of information, those coming from the smart, smart sensors, drones, uh, soil data, variety data, yield trial data, puts it all in some interesting uh, machine learning based tools and then gives you some outputs that then people like the folks up here can turn into actions. All right, that's basically the state right now. Um, but again, I want to motivate it a little bit, so let me show you what can be done. And some of those things I've already done myself, and some of them are in the future a little bit. So the main thing that we can do right now is create very accurate yield maps. And these are not you know, yield maps average on the field, let's press or so. This is like point to point. Like if, uh, if your machine can measure like three feet by three feet, this map is going to show that three feet by three feet. And this map is going to take into account, as I said, weather data. It's going to take into account history. So basically, whatever other field maps you had created the past 20 years, those can be an input for these. So they're much more accurate than what you're getting per year. Now, another thing that I saw, which is really, really cool, um, best varieties not by field, but by area in the field. So if you have the capability of putting like different varieties as you're uh, um, um, uh, putting the cane down, you could possibly have a smart way of figuring out, OK, this needs type variety A, type variety B as you're going along. And that can be done. Um, another one, identify diseases. So literally, take your smartphone out, take a picture of that, send it up to some sort of app, and it's going to tell you what's wrong with your plant. Okay. 
I've already created one of those that does uh, purple blight in uh, soybean. And since you can do it for purple blight in soybean, why not practically everything? As long as you have more and more information, and as long as you have more and more disease, you can always figure it out like that. Um, then you can move it to the drones. This is a picture from a drone, and you can see here, this is the infrared spectrum. You can find anomalies, all right, just by flying a drone over your field. You won't have to walk through it anymore. Of course, this is rice, but you know, the idea is the same. Uh, you just fly your drone, and automatically, besides the image of how it looks like, you can get, maybe you need to go check that spot. Maybe you need to go check this spot. Again, it's not going to tell you exactly what's going wrong, but it's going to you know, cut down the amount of mileage that you have to drive around and check what's up. Okay? So all these four things, I have, a, I have an algorithm created for it, so I know it can be done. Now, the one thing that's super important, and I think it's the future, and if you have a couple of bucks on the side you should invest in, is autonomous vehicles. All right? So we see this already in the streets. We're going to see it in the fields as well. All right? And what is driving this is ideas from digital agriculture. All right? So I hope I kind of convinced you that there is some value to it but I haven't really told you exactly what drives it yet. And the answer here is, well, what drives every scientific research, basically data. Uh, it doesn't seem right. Yeah, yeah, data. Still not good enough, though. It's actually big data. So we're moving away from the traditionally, I do this little plot experiment, and I give you some nice little tool over there that does stuff. What you really need for all this to work is basically if all sugarcane farmers in Louisiana came together and gave the data to it. If all sugarcane farmers in the United States gave their data to it. So these tools, these algorithms are not local anymore and they cannot be just, I use one farm for one year and here's what you need to do. In order for these tools to really, really pick up and start working, you need to collect lots and lots and lots of data. Because computers can do a lot of stuff cool, but they're very slow learners. Right? So they need a lot of information. They need a lot of you know, different, way, different ways of seeing things, I'm sorry. So all the tools that I showed you already that I have created kind of work, but they're not perfect. Thing is, though, the more data you get, the more years you wait, more or less, the better they become. And that is a fact. Okay. Now, I promise you, you have used these tools basically maybe even today without even knowing about it. Before you write it, here are some examples from real life applications. First one Facebook tagging. Have you noticed? that from now on, every time you put a picture up there, you get, is this Thanos Gentimis automatically? How did that happen? Did someone go in there and tag you already? No, that happens automatically after a little while. And I put this picture up for two reasons. I had really good hair that day, and my wife looks always beautiful. <laughs> but the point here is, this was not generated by an algorithm. This was not generated by a person. This was generated automatically by a system, a computer. As a matter of fact, it is a convolutional neural network in the background that does it. All right? 
How did it work? Well, in the beginning of Facebook, we were tagging ourselves in, and at some point it learned. Okay, so that's how it's doing it. Talking to Siri, we talk to our phone all the time, find me this, find me that, how is that working? Is a magical person hidden in your phone figuring out what you wanna do? No. The algorithm learned because you know, millions of people are talking to them every day, and at some point, they started getting it. All right, so that's the idea behind it. And finally, Netflix and choosing movies. This is like one of the scariest things that I have seen. It knows exactly what movie I wanna see tomorrow or something. Because there's so many other people that are doing the same thing that I'm doing. We have the same common interests, most of them science fiction. So, how is that working? Well, the computer has seen similar patterns in the past, and at some point, it figured out the pattern. And then it just feeds that back to you. Okay, so that's the idea. Digital ag, basically, you learn the patterns from the data. And most of the times, the computer learns patterns that we cannot see, right? because they're much more complicated. But basically, that's what I'm talking about. That's what digital ag is. A little bit of caution here, though. First off, it is not magic, right? So you can't just say, oh, I'm gonna digital ag that and it's just gonna work. It doesn't work like that. It requires a lot of data. You can't tell me, hey, take all the data on my farm and make a prescription. It's not gonna work like that. I need yours and I need your neighbors, practically need all the parish, maybe even all Louisiana, and maybe we can get something. Oh, and by the way, I would like them for the past 25 years. It is hard to interpret. Sometimes the computer does something and I have no idea why. Okay, so that's the big difference. Therefore, I need the expert to tell me. So it's never gonna replace the expert, but even though you know what's going on, even though you know what the prediction is, you can't really interpret why. And you need to take it back to the expert it's gonna tell you why, and it even can turn it back into some sort of actionable item. And it only predicts what it knows, so it doesn't create new science. Again, we're never gonna replace the experts in the front rows. Okay, because it doesn't create, it doesn't know to put, you know, this extra thing on glyphosate and see what happens. But it knows that if you put glyphosate over there, it does that, right? So that's the idea. Okay, why should I care? Well, basically, you already collect the data. The talk prior said that if you have a smart monitor, it, you can see things on John Deere and whatnot, that's true. And, you already share that data too. John Deere gets it as well. And there is value to it. For sure there is value to it. Um, what does the LSU Ag Center do on the subject? Well, we have what we call the Digital Agriculture Initiative. Um, I can give you the link to our page. There are five or six of us right now. We're working primarily on these things. It's not just sugarcane, it's other crops as well, and we're trying to figure out how to move things forward. Uh, we have some connections with industry. I'm gonna talk about this ag analytics in just a second, and we're open to other collaborations as well. Um, we have a yearly conference. The 2021 happened uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was in Alexandria, I guess. And again, it's not crop specific. We're just you know, sending out these invitations. Feel free to do that next year if you can. And we also have the Ag Magazine, in which we posted two articles recently. I think this is from the previous one about data collection and ownership, and also what you can do with these yield monitors in terms of like how do you con trans um, convert that into money, basically. The idea down there here, by the way, is that you can negotiate 
um, premiums for insurance if you have a very accurate yield prediction, let's say within the first month of your planting season. So. All right, um, the final thing is we have some classes and some workshops available, and we will also create at some point uh, undergraduate concentration. So we'll have digital ag experts coming from the LSU Ag Center very, very soon. All right, now let me just briefly touch upon the ag analytics thing because you know it's something that we really, really would like to pick up. Um, this is a company uh, out of, um, 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 well, the, sorry. This is a company that we have started working with for the past two years. And they are connected um, to the John Deere. They are free for, for the farmers that are connected to the Ag Center and for at least a year. And what happens is if you decide to opt in for that, we have a safe, secure way of getting that data from you. Remember what I told you, in order for these algorithms to work, I need your data and your data and your data. And it's going to be a pain if I go out there and start collecting them this way. It would be much easier if there was a, like some sort of pipeline created to get that data in. And that pipeline exists if you collaborate with this Ag Analytics team. And we're also in collaborations with other folks to get that rolling. Um, what we offer back is whatever analysis we do. So anything that is generated by that is going to be returned to the farmer at no cost right, through that platform. So basically, I'm going to be taking whoever connects with us their data and put it all together and it turned back individual uh, analysis for each person automatically. And it's integrated with John Deere. So if you're already using the My John Deere website, you can just opt into whatever we're doing and we're getting the data and reporting back to you. Okay. Just, just keep it on the back of your head and ask me more if you want to know more about it. So with that, I'm just going to close it and be available for questions. I do want to mention the uh, digital ag um, initiative. So if you Google that, you'll find us and you'll find more information about the program at the Ag Center. And we have the articles at the Ag Magazine. And here's my email if you want to reach out. Thank you. Sugarcane, sweet sugarcane, the sweetness of our sun.